This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. W-A-B-C. One man has a talk show on 77 W-A-B-C, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. So Trump won Michigan big over Nikki Haley. No surprise at all there. But that's not really the story. I'll get to the story in just a second. On the Democratic side, Biden won big, but 13.4% uncommitted. That's a protest vote that in the general election could spell big, big trouble for the incumbent president. But that's not the story right now. The story is an ad and the issue of migrants. But we're starting with this ad. It's an ad from a super PAC aligned with former President Donald Trump, the super PAC titled Make America Great Again. And they released this ad over the Lakin-Riley murder in Georgia. The suspect accused of disfiguring her skull. That's what this animal allegedly did. Listen to this ad. Again, it's from the Trump Super PAC, Make America Great Again. Following some breaking news out of Athens, Georgia. Two colleges have canceled classes today as police look for a murderer. Lake and Riley was described as a shining light. Dean's List nursing student. Police arrested 26-year-old Jose Antonio Ibarra. Ibarra crossed into Texas illegally back in September of 2022, then was released into the United States on parole. We're confident this border is secure. We have a secure border. We agree that uh, the border is secure. And we have a process in place to manage migrants at the border. The border is closed. The border is secure. We have taken unprecedented action. Look, the border is not open. Fox News can now confirm that Jose Antonio Barra was busted last year in New York City. But ICE didn't even have time to put in a detainer on him because, hey, he was already back out on the street. And that is an ad from the Trump Super PAC Make America Great Again on the murder of Lakin Riley, the 22-year-old young lady, of which the suspect, according to court documents, the affidavit, tried to disfigure her skull. You know what that's about. We all know what that's about. This rocket scientist thought that if he could disfigure her skull, that when she was ultimately found, when, that perhaps... 
it would be so long from that point of missing to discovery that authorities would think that it might be an animal, the skull of an animal that had died. This was the mindset of this anim- this literal animal that allegedly killed her. And if you're going to disfigure someone's skull, you're not new to doing something like this. That's on a whole other level. If that's not enough, if that's not enough, we've got the situation in Virginia. Another migrant. This one is charged with sexually assaulting a child just six months after catching release by border guards in El Paso, Texas. Then we've got the situation of migrants living in one business, uh, a furniture store in Queens, close to 70 men. We can't, we can't continue to go along this path. They may be used to living like this, but we are not. It goes against the norms of our society. In memory of Lakin Riley, the 22-year-old young lady, and I'm going to keep saying her name, know her name. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Lakin Riley, Lakin Riley, Lakin Riley, Lakin Riley. I will continue to say it. I will continue to pound this table, and I will continue with this action. 22 years old. God only knows what this monster did to this young lady. In memory of her, I'm going to play something now that's two minutes long. And it's making the rounds on social media. One of her friends, one-time roommate, put this together. Now, obviously, you can't see the images on the radio of Lakin, but you can hear her voice at sometimes. A very pleasant young lady that enjoyed life. And I want you in memory of this young lady. I want her people, her family, the students at the University of Georgia, I want them to know that we here in the North care deeply about what happened to this young lady. So I want you to listen to this in memory of 22-year-old Lakin Riley. You have it. You're not. You're a bad liar. I'm not gonna swear. You. I see it. So are you smiling at your phone because you have that phalanx? I just knew I wasn't gonna be able to hide my face if I looked yeah, up at you. I knew you. <laughs> There's a place I go to when no one knows It's not lonely, it's a necessary thing It's a place I made of, find out what I made The nights I've stayed Let it wash over me Ready to lose my feet. Take me off to the place where one needs life's mystery. Steady on down the line. 
every sense of time. Take it all in and wake up now, smoke hard. Day to day, I'm blind to see and find how far to go. Everybody got the reason, everybody got the way. We're just catching and releasing what builds up throughout the day. It gets into your body, it flows right through your blood. We tell each other secrets. Hey kids, this is your mom and her college roommate that she talks about all the time. Auntie Lakin, T.T. Lakin. T.T. Lakin. We, well, I we, I mean she. We're wearing matching tops. Marcy team. Oh my gosh, wait, white, blue. Marcy team. Okay. And um, to look at the images of the video, this young lady, life, Snuffed out, taken from from her for what? For some animal that was never going to amount to anything. And he felt that he was entitled to probably rape her and then kill her. I I don't know what the appropriate uh, punishment if this migrant is the person that killed her. I guess I have to leave that up to the experts. But if it was up to me, each day, each day for about a month, someone would take a hammer and hit him three times in the testicles each day, which will instantly uh, send a man into enormous pain. That would be the start. Of course, he would be executed, but he would have to be tortured in many other ways before getting to that. I'm trying to select my words carefully. We're about to start with your telephone calls. I'm going to begin with Jennifer in Boston in just a second. We haven't heard from her in a while. But if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard enough about our migrant troubles, think about this. Their criminal element Oh, we're fleeing persecution. We're fleeing persecution. Help us. Help us. I just want to be safe. Nothing but a con. Straight up con to get here and have us pay for them to live. If that's not enough, that this animal tried to disfigure her skull, Look at the situation coming out of Virginia, and in this case, a 14-year-old girl and, of course, a migrant. A man who deputies say is in the country illegally is accused of sexually assaulting a minor. 32-year-old Renzo Mendoza Montez was arrested last Thursday in Campbell County. According to the sheriff's office, the Venezuelan national was released by Customs and Border Patrol on September 2nd of last year after coming into the U.S. through El Paso, Texas. And that's WFXR out of Virginia. We're still not done. 
Still not done with our migrant troubles. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So the owner of this furniture store says, oh, I, I didn't charge them. I only asked for $300 a month so I from each individual so that I could buy a bigger location for them to live. That is migrants, in this case, from West Africa. This is a report from Channel 7 here in New York. We turn our attention now to the dozens of migrants found living in the basement of a furniture store in Queens. The store owner told us he allowed 74 men to live in the basement because he wanted to help them. But the city says turning the basement into an apartment was illegal and dangerous. Officials moved the men to shelters. Moved them to shelters. Residents complained and complained and complained, and the city of New York did nothing. A furniture store serving to house 74 men. We don't know how many. Now, imagine if there was a fire at that location. Just imagine. The Channel 7 report continued. The owner of this furniture shop says he was just trying to help these migrants. And he says that he was asking the men to donate about $300 a month. That he says that wasn't rent, but it was actually money that would go towards leasing a larger place where they could all stay. I'm so proud of these guys. That, that's why it, make, it broke my heart. I'm proud of them. They're all hardworking people. Ibu Sar says it was meant to be a way to help fellow West Africans who were just trying to make their way in the city. He says he's been allowing 74 men to stay in a makeshift shelter in his furniture shop on Liberty Avenue. Excuse me, sir, Mr. Owner of the furniture store. Do you think we're stupid? Oh, I'm so proud of them. I, I asked them for $300 a month to stay in an illegal and an illegal location because I wanted to buy a bigger location for them. Excuse me, sir, whose name was the bigger location going to go into? Who was going to own that property? You. Who was going to benefit? You. Who should go to jail for this? You. 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 This is ridiculous. They are bringing all of their problems here. We're paying for it, literally, financially, and with our lives. Let's start with our telephone calls. We haven't talked to Jennifer in Boston in a while. We say, good morning, Jennifer. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. It's always such a pleasure to hear you, your passion, and just your your intellect and your common sense. It's we're living in a mad, mad world, and uh, few seem to get it. So I really appreciate you riding and spreading the alarm, so to speak, because so many people are left in the dark. If you just listen to mainstream media in particular, um, you know, this is by far, you know, not the only young woman who's been killed. If you look at Vanessa Marcotte, was killed several years back up here in Princeton, Massachusetts, out for a jog, same thing. Um, the young woman um, down in um, Manhattan several years ago, same thing. And just recently, you know, there was a 75-year-old woman, a 19-year-old uh, illegal, had been camping out in her neighborhood. This is in Texas. He knocked on her door, the 75-year-old woman, church secretary for years. Her husband was in a facility, a medical facility, so she was there alone. And he wanted to use uh, charge his phone and get some water, and she, she thought better of it and said no. 
and said, maybe one of my neighbors can help you. And what happened? He came back to her house a few minutes later, forced his way in the house, stabbed her to death. And then he, he went out with her car and her money, got himself some food, came back, sat beside her dead body and ate, and then took a shower in her home. All right, that's a 19-year-old illegal. There was a, a woman and her son, her 16-year-old son, killed. Uh, her name was Melissa. Her son's name was Reardon, killed out in Colorado. And they were just driving her son back from school in the middle of the afternoon. The guy was an illegal four-time drunk uh, already driver. And the prosecutors had asked for him to stay in jail. And the judge said, no, 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 we're going to put him in work, work, you know, like a work program. But there were no beds available. So the prosecutor said, just keep him in jail for now. This illegal that already had four drunk driving convictions because he's a threat to the community. And the judge, the liberal judge appointed by the Democrat governor said, oh, no, no, we'll let him go. And he ends up killing this mother and her 16 year old son. And you could go around this country, 11 year old girl in Texas raped, strangled and stuffed under her own bed for her father to find. The young, teen- the young teenage cheerleader in Texas recently killed by another illegal. It goes on and on and on, Dominic. And unless you read, like they just had the Boston Globe had an article and uh, they quoted a lot of the Associated Press. You literally had to re- read the last few lines to hear anything about immigration status. And that's all you heard was undocumented. Other than that, the killer in Georgia was referred to as, a, as an Athens, Georgia man. Yeah. Right. And you know, you know what, Jennifer, I had forgot all about the teenager where daddy was at work in Texas and she opened the door. The guy said something about he dropped this key or whatever, something like that. And he raped her and daddy came home and found his daughter dead, I believe, under the bed. And the the mother, another mother did there that her, her name, I think, was Elizabeth. She's like 16 years old and her mother found her stabbed to death in the bathtub. And this goes on and on throughout our country. This woman, this Etta Nugent down in Texas, there was a, there was a, a wonderful man, a, a police sergeant in Florida, died about a month ago after, t- uh, you know, tussling, you know, like hands-on tussle with an illegal. Um, the guy had a box cutter on him. And um, so the cop afterwards suffered a heart attack and he died. You should, if you ever watched that, that funeral service, his two teenage sons crying, saying that, all that they that he had taught them in life and they'll never forget him and that he was their hero it's heartbreaking dominic it happens every day and few people like you have the courage and the emotional fortitude to speak for those who can't speak for those of us who don't have a platform well i i I appreciate your call jennifer and don't be a stranger please i i thank you for the call I, I don't see it as courage. I see it as uh, I went into journalism to be a voice for the voiceless. And um, that's what I'm going to do for the rest of my career. So it, it's not courage on my part. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And if this migrant uh, in Georgia is the one that did this, I will repeat. Every day for a month, someone needs to take a hammer and hit him as hard as they can in his testicles every day for a month. And that should be the beginning of his new, and of course, while he's handcuffed, and that should be the beginning of his new life in America. And as I'm just looking on the, uh, looking on online here, and I think Mimi in Queens wants to talk about this. I'll get to her in just a second. You have another migrant that's connected to a Maryland murder of a two-year-old boy. Where, where does it stop? Where, 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 where does it stop? If you lived near the furniture store in Queens, 
it goes up in fire. What do you think happens to the area? I don't think there was a home on either side next to it. But who needs that type of eyesore with uh, mem- with uh, uh, Im- immigrants, migrants, whatever you want to call them, from uh, from West Africa going in and out of this place? Oh, they're looking at a couch to purchase. Oh, oh, I, I, I only asked them. Why is this man not in handcuffs? I only asked them for $300 a donation a month so that I could buy a bigger place for them to live. I say again, whose name was this bigger place going to go in, Mr. Furniture Owner? It was going to go in your name. And so your business that's probably not making any money, the furniture store, you are going to get a bigger property and benefit off the land and make millions, but you tell the media, and they go for it, you tell the police, you tell the city of New York, oh, I'm so proud of these men, and I just wanted to buy a bigger location. What about the violation of crime that this man just committed? Mimi in Queens, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, you're great. Thank you. Um, I was going to talk about the two-year-old. It was a gang uh, shooting, and the two-year-old was right in front of that bullet. And uh, it was an uh, immigrant, another immigrant. I was going to talk about the 13-year-old uh, girl, but uh, the uh, the uh, other person uh, spoke about her. She was raped and murdered. How about the Super Bowl? I don't know those two were from the gang. They were also immigrants. They killed all those people in the Super Bowl. And uh, Jean-Pierre of the press corps said they're not going to change anything for one person. They're talking about the woman who was, uh, her head was banged in and killed, um, that you were talking about. So they're not going to, Mike Mike Johnson is staying on the line. He's not going to give in. We care about Ukraine. We care about uh, Israel. But we care about all our people in the United States. America's, Americans count first. That's why Trump resonates with America first. Mimi, thank you so much for the call. So I was looking at my uh, Instagram. You can reach me on Instagram, Facebook, Dominic Carter TV. You can reach me right now on Twitter, on X, at Dominic TV. And Yovi1575, Yovi1575, she says, this has to stop. Mr. President, close the borders and take a look at what you have created in New York City. New York City is a scary place to live in because of all the migrants and the crimes they are committing. Yovi1575, I couldn't have said it better. Larry in Brooklyn, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, hi, Dominic. You know, you know, this is very, very, uh, dist- you know, I hear about cases like this every day, but this one particularly disturbs me. Why? Because, not only because of who the victim was, this innocent 22-year-old girl, but because we, pre- we could, this is so predictable. I mean, your listeners have to understand something. These things are happening. There's a reason why. It's because these crimes are being committed because the politicians are criminals themselves. They are when you there is a certain crime in the criminal code called criminal facilitation. 
Okay, but when somebody is in office, they can't be prosecuted because they're not going to prosecute themselves and they appoint all the district attorneys. But criminal facilitation is a crime. This these crimes are being criminally facilitated. Now, if I let's say I was Donald Trump and I got into office, you know what my very first act would be? And I hope he's listening. I would indict the people in New York who allowed this animal to circumvent ICE. There was a precedent for this about four years ago. You, I hope you remember this because this is New York crime. It's your specialty. A 91 year old woman was raped and she later died by an illegal. They called them illegal aliens and they didn't call them migrants. But it's the same. It's the same crap you're dealing with. OK, she was raped by a by illegal, illegal alien that was let out of a New York City jail out of Rikers Island without ice, uh, without an ice detainer, because as Cuomo said, they're a bunch of thugs. Okay, uh, so there was a precedent for this. When there's a precedent that's even more compelling reason why something has to change, I would indict everybody up to the damn mayor, throw them in jail, okay, and then, then indict them and try the case, just like they're doing to Donald Trump. This is criminal facilitation, very simple. I hear you, Larry, and I, I hear the uh, the anger in your voice. And what, what I'm locked on, Larry, is, um, okay, you violated this woman. We won't know for weeks, but we all know you violated this woman. You raped her. I, I don't understand, and I, I, don't mean to, I don't mean to paint everybody with a broad brush, but I'm just going to be frank and, and honest about this. I, I don't understand the horniness with some of these, uh, with some of these uh, migrant men and this sense of entitlement that you can just snatch any woman and have sex with her. I mean, Larry, what's up with that? I, I, let me tell you what. I'm glad you asked me that question, David. Okay? Because, uh, first of all, there is a um, – I was going to call another show about this. There's, there's a prototype of uh, – okay, these, these migrants in their country, it's, they don't live in melting pots like we have in this country. They don't have white women running around all over the place, okay? Now, I, wa I wanted to say white women are like a delicacy to them. They see it, and, they, and, they, and they, it's a new experience, right? And they want to have sex with them. But the white women don't want, so they get angry. They get angry, just like Jordan Vandersloot got angry, and he smashed uh, that woman's head in, in, in Aruba because she didn't want to have sex with him, and then he killed another woman. These migrants, they, they, want, they want to do something, they don't want, and they don't, they're not being allowed to. So they get violent because they don't see many white women in their country. So we're, we're making targets out of our own people. Don't you see? Because they're a diff I'm not being racist here. I'm not being And I want to tell you something. Prepare for the worst because the New York, the appellate division is about to release that animal that killed Karina Vetrano. That's, that's an American woman in New York. Remember she was out for a jog? Hey, Larry, Larry, I want you to do me a favor. I've got a minute yeah. and a half before I got to take a break. I just want you to yeah. hold on for a second. Stay with me live. I want to right. see what Russ in White Plains has to say. Good morning to you, Russ. What's on your mind? Hey, and by Dominic. the way, by the way, Larry's on the line live as well. Go right ahead. Oh, yeah. I heard Larry's racist claptrap. And I'll tell you something. Denial is affirmation. When someone says I'm not being a racist, they know they're being a racist. I'd like to ask Larry, should vigilantes kill these migrants who are going after the white women, the pure white women? Should vigilantes go out and kill them? Hello? Let me tell you something. Yeah, Russ, I'm here. I'm answering you. I'm going to answer you. 
Um, let me tell you something. Should vigilantes go out and kill them? Not, not, they, they, should, they should not, they should not kill innocent ones, but if one, I, but I'll tell you how they all, I'll tell you how I can get herds of them to cross the border back to where they came from. Just, ha- just lynch a few of the guilty ones and right. we, we'll get rid of, a, we'll get rid of our immigration problem in two seconds. Not innocent well, ones, but ones that you know that did it, just like we know this guy did it. We know with all the evidence is well, in and everything. Okay. Can, can I speak? Can I speak? Can I speak? Okay, I think we should lynch people who say reckless, irresponsible things like hammer the, the handcuffed testicles of people. I think that's irresponsible, Larry. Wait, what, what, you you want to lynch Dominic? Why? Because he's a black man? Maybe you're racist. I asked you, have you caught somebody hammering the, handcuff, the handcuffed individual's testicles? Would you lynch them? Listen, I would put Thank this guy you. in a cell full of Shut rats. Up. Okay, yeah, along Ross. with you. Along with you, Russ. Oh boy, I, 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 uh, Matt Blaze, I, I won't. Thank you, Larry. Thank you, Russ. He's I, full I, of hate. He's full of hate. This guy, okay, Dominic. Hey, Larry, I appreciate your call this morning. Thank you very much. So, I, I, I won't say, Matt Blaze, this morning that I want some might all. I won't. I won't. We'll leave the might all alone, okay? But, but you want, you want Advil? Yeah, you have some Advil in there. Tylenol. Tylenol. Aspirin. I got, I got it all. Got, you, got, you got it all. I got it all. You, a little combination. Mm-hmm. But isn't it odd, right? So so we've got these two white guys, right, talking with the black guy in the middle, and yep. they're talking about lynching each other. Isn't that ironic? Yeah, how'd that happen? They, I, 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 I don't that's, know. That's, I, 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 first of all, we should be talking about lynching anybody. Thank you. Period. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. But, you know, I was going to let them have their say, but I stand by my, if this guy is the guy that that uh, killed Lakin uh, Riley. They need to take a hammer and hit him in his testicles every day, three times a day for 30 days, and that's the beginning of his new life in America. That's just the beginning. Time for a break. Thank you very much, Matt Blaze. We will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Everybody. Everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Again, again, I am going to play in memory of this 22-year-old young lady, Lakin Riley of Georgia. Nursing student, honor student, a real honor student. A real one. Pleasant person, pleasant demeanor. You can look in the videos and see. She went for a run. Went for a run. Less than a week ago. In Athens, University of Georgia uh, campus area. And apparently, uh, if this is the animal that did it, 
he was waiting for her. And and I mean this. I talk about alligators uh, joking a lot. Obviously, this is not a joking matter. It was almost like an alligator in the cut uh, with a deer not realizing that it was about to be eaten alive. And it's even worse than an alligator attack because God only knows what he did to her while she was alive. And then to try and cover her crime, his crime, he would not let her call 911, dragged her to a secluded area. And according to the affidavit, he tried to disfigure her skull. What do you do with an animal like that, a savage like that? What do you do with them? Putting him in jail is like, is like Christmas. Deporting him is um, uh, a birthday gift because it will come right back. What do you do with a savage like that? This is a video that's making the rounds online. A roommate, a friend of Lakin Riley. And um, I'm doing this in memory to this young lady. Out of respect for her family, it is about two minutes. And it's, at times throughout the song, you will hear her actual voice. You will hear her laughing. And in the video, she's laughing, smiling, dancing. She's wearing her University of Georgia sweatshirt and a tailgate. There will never be another tailgate party for Lakin Riley. But this animal, this savage, will continue to exist somewhere. Here is that clip. You have it. You're not. You're about to. I'm not going to swear. You... <laughs> so are you smiling at your phone because you had that plan? <laughs> I just knew I wasn't going to be able to hide my face if I looked yeah, up at you. I knew you. <laughs> Hey kids, this is your mom and her college roommate that she talks about all the time. Auntie Lakin, T.T. Lakin. T.T. Lakin. <laughs> this is going to be 
We, well, yeah. I, we, I mean, cheese. We're, we're wearing matching tops. Marcy theme. Oh my gosh, wait, white, blue. Marcy theme. Okay. And the video ends. It's uh, Lakin and her friend, Lakin Riley, and they have on matching tops. And it looks like uh, they've made some type of drink concoction. It looks like a martini or something, but it's a big glass so that they can share it together as friends. There'll be no more drinks for Lake and Riley. Nothing. Why? 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 Because some migrant, if this is the person that did this, because he wanted to have sex with her and, and didn't want to go to jail afterwards, after raping her, that's why? A 22-year-old young lady, you tried to disfigure her skull. There's a special place in hell for you. Let's go back to the uh, telephone call. Sandra, New Jersey. Good morning, Sandra. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. I have a lot to say, Dominic. First, I thought just cutting it off would be enough, but I think your way is better because... Just cutting it off is just pain one day, but hammering it every day is more painful. And then uh, something else after that. But, you know, my mind traveled to Singapore. And I remember Michael Fay, he was uh, he was spray painting some automobiles. And his punishment for that was to be caned and imprisoned. So that tells me something about our country here, that look what this man did. And look what Michael Fay did. And look at the punishment Michael Fay got. We do not punish people here anymore. And that is the big problem, in my opinion. Well, you can blame Black Lives Matter for that. Notice they even stirred all the you-know-what, and now they're nowhere to be found. Black Lives Matter, you know, no penalties. I, I have friends, oh, Dominic, the system is so unfair to people of color. Maybe in some cases that's right, but all of this starts from the premise, Sandra, of, you know, uh, hitting the politicians. You've got to come over to our side. So not only did the politicians come over to the side of of uh, no enforcement, but so did the district attorneys and and the immigration officials, and it's an absolute mess. Thank you so much for the call, Sandra. Let's go to Vincent in Brooklyn. Good morning, Vincent. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Uh, good morning, Dominic. Gee, Dominic, uh, I'm uh, white. I'm of Italian uh, descent. I'm an American. I've been in the joint. I'm not black. I'm not brown. I've been in the joint. What I wanted to say when I called this call, the call screener, in, uh, I'm bilingual. I speak Italian and English fluently. Tonight, I was watching from Italy an investigative journalism report on the, uh, the uh, Ecuadorian, the Venezuelan, the Central American, and South American gangs that have migrated, uh, most of them illegally, to Italy, to their big cities. And tonight, they were showing uh, in a Roman uh, train station how these gangs vic people, pickpocket them. They work in packs like wolves. 
they spot somebody, they spot their Vic, and then they go into action. They surround them, blah, 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 just like they were doing over here in, in, in Times Square. And then if they get caught by somebody that they're trying to Vic and they're on to them and the person gets belligerent, then they start to beat up on you. They're having the same problems over here because they have also their share of liberal nut job uh, politicians. One of the things over there, the ruses they use, the women say that they're pregnant. And if you're pregnant, they can't. They could just go down to the station, write them up. But even if they rob, they, they get off. Or if they say they have young kids at home. So a lot of the gangs work in clothes, clothes with young women, young women. I, I, I hear you, Vincent. I'm aware of the problem in Italy. Um, I wish them much success. Thank you for the call. In dealing with their problem, right now I'm concerned about the problem that we have here, coast to coast, state to state, city to city. It's enormous and something has to be done. We've got to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter, Frank Marano standing by for the other side of midnight at 1 a.m. When we come back, we're going to Gracie in Rockland County, New Jersey, the Bronx, Suffolk, and other locations. We'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. I still can't get over this one. Dozens of migrants found living in the basement of a Queens furniture store during a building inspection. Richmond Hill, this uh, happened in, and dozens of migrants found living in the basement of a Queens furniture store during a city building inspection Monday night. The furniture shop on Liberty Avenue was housing 74, 74, 74 men from West Africa in a commercial space. We turn our attention now to the dozens of migrants found living in the basement of a furniture store in Queens. The store owner told us he allowed 74 men to live in the basement because he wanted to help them. But the city says turning the basement into an apartment was illegal and dangerous. Officials moved the men to shelters. And that's from WABC Channel 7. Why wasn't this owner placed in handcuffs immediately? That's the question. Let's go back to the telephone calls. Frank Marano, the other side of midnight, standing by at 1 a.m. Let's go to Gracie in Rockland County. Good morning, Gracie. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. The first thing with Russ is I'd like to ask, uh, he's the one who brought up lynching. Nobody else used that word. And the second thing is what uh, uh, punishment would he think would be appropriate for this person? That's a great question, Gracie. The next time I hear from Russ, that's exactly what I'm going to ask him. Go right ahead. Continue. Okay. Thank you. And also, do you remember now, I don't know how many years back, but remember uh, um, an illegal who was working for a lawn company uh, raped a woman in New City, a young woman with two young children from an, uh, um, it was a while back. Okay, but, uh, I, I don't recall it, but go ahead, you Gracie. Know, you know, but I'm just saying, but now it's even more prevalent because there are more people. and there are more people, you're going to have more problems. And I have to tell you, I remember reading something. In England, years and years ago, maybe like the late 1800s, 
They had something like that, too. And uh, they had them in the basement. You had a 12 hours you could stay in the room because that's what was going on. Those 74 men had to share um, the, the sleeping accommodations. We're going back over a hundred years now, and oh, and this man is so wonderful. He made twenty one hundred dollars a month plus, and I'm going to feel sorry for him. He's a crook, and oh, he's great. taking. So Gracie, the... help me out here. I'm trying what? to maybe maybe he has a shower facility at the store. I doubt it. But when you have seventy four men living in a commercial space, where do they bathe? Obviously, they don't bathe. There's not even 74 cots. I'm telling you, uh, they're sharing the bed. Right. They were sharing the beds. They had to sleep in shifts so that they could right. uh, all have a place to lay their head. But that's yeah, nasty, even, Gracie. I mean, of oh. course. It, it, oh. Terrible. oh, wait. Saturday, you were very good with Anthony, of course. But the thing is, he's like, uh, he he doesn't really listen when somebody else tells him. He doesn't answer the question. He's a typical Democrat. You would say one thing, but they don't answer your question. You know, the you, the general you. They bring something else up to try to put you on the defensive. Uh, he infuriates me. I really can't listen to him. Uh, because I have no patience anymore because I, I think anybody who who can vote for Biden has to be brain dead. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. I, I, I really mean it. How can you I, vote? I, I know you do crazy. Go ahead. Then I got to move no, on. Go ahead. No, no, I know. I'll say goodbye. Give somebody else a chance. Listen, thank you, Dominic. Thank you, Gracie. It's always great and wonderful to talk to you. My, um, uh, my uh, my fellow neighbor in uh, Rockland County, Gracie. Let's go to Pat, New Jersey. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic, and thank you for all you do. Thank I'm, you. I'm trying to control my emotions, but I just would like to share with you where people my age are at. I'm 77. Um, I have an assortment of friends at about the same age. Most of them... In another state, they've resorted to dumpster diving because they know when the stores are going to put the food out. Imagine that. We've worked so hard all our life. Okay, wait. Let, let's stop for a second, Pat. I, I, I couldn't have heard you uh, correctly. You said that you're 77, about 77. You said your friends are of your age. I didn't okay. even know what that term was. You said dumpster diving? Thank you. They've done it down in Florida for a while. They know when the food is going out because they can't afford to wheel the cart out for the price of the food that they have to pay. So they wait and they know what will be disposed of. But the other part is not as pleasant as that one. Many of us have decided if we have conditions that need medical attention, we're not going to do it. We're not getting it. And, you know, that, that's, what, that's what breaks my heart, Pat, because I know for a fact that yeah, there are many know. senior citizens that feel that way. And, 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 and please don't cry. Try not to get upset. Please tell me that's not what you're doing to yourself, uh, uh, denying yourself medical attention. We work so hard to watch our country give it to people that come in to destroy Pat, are, are you are you denying yourself medication and medical care? I had a couple of serious events, 
And I'm considering not following up with some things because already I'm 77. And, and I'm sorry to be like this, but my hope is dwindling. You, you, have, nothing, you have nothing to be sorry for. This country owes you. The politicians owe you and people of your age and people of your generation. I, I want you to please, please try to, um, there has to be clinics and places that you could go. I know you said you have some serious issues, but at uh, well, your age, go ahead. I'm sorry. What I wanted to say is, you know how they, they do tell you to do preventative care. Yes. So for a long time I've been trying to do that with the mammos and, and they follow up with my heart. And it's gotten to the point where you, you see what's at the end of the line and you're saying, why? There are people we know that refuse to go for treatment. What, uh, mainly. What's at the end of the line, Pat? What is it? What's at the end of the line? Well, they know that, um, and this is my friend's group down in Florida, they discussed it and they said, why bother putting our cells the treatment we need when we know what the end result is. Meaning death? They feel hopeless. There's nothing to hang on to hope for with what's happening in our nation any longer. You know, Pat, when I, um, sometimes I take the train down to work from Rockland County, and I have to drive like 20 miles along this local route. It's called uh, Route 102. It's one way, uh, one way each way, and it's very dangerous. People have died in car accidents head-on car collisions. But but I every every time I do this drive, I pass a senior citizen center. And it's a mm-hmm. big building. And, and I do have to tell you, every time I, I say to myself, I wonder, I say to myself, are the seniors in there being treated fairly? Are they, are they getting what they need? And I want to believe that because it's a well-to-do county, Rockland County, that they mm-hmm. are being treated well. But... To listen to you, it really does. It it breaks my heart. But but I, I'm a fighter, Pat, and I need you to be a fighter. You you can't give up. You can't I'm give going up. To try, but I'm starting to uh, think it through. Like the mayor of Realville, you know, I'm starting to think. Okay, now from what? Because um, so much is taken away from us. I do a have lot. A lot is taken away from us. But, Pat, uh, you're an American, and Americans don't quit. We fight. I I know you're tired, and and the fight has worn you down, and you're looking at others receiving things that they'll tell you hell no to, but they're just giving it to migrants. And I understand the frustration of that. But but Can you you, imagine throwing away food, Dominic, that's not culturally your choice? I would be grateful to be at the receiving end of that. We all would. We all would. But I'm not alone in that thought. Thank you so much, Dominic, Pat, for your Pat, before you go, you have to promise me that you're not going to give up. I'm trying not to, but it's disheartening. I think that's probably a better word. It's, it's disheartening. Okay, so can, can you promise me this, that this is not the last time I'll hear from you? Oh, I hope not. Unless I something happens that is beyond my control, but um, I keep giving it a shot, Dominic. I do. Um, Pat, they they have social services. They they have. I I know you've probably tried. 
a lot of these things, and maybe you don't qualify for them, but you're a senior citizen. And I'm the I, one that used to take cleaning jobs to make some extra money when we spoke, and you were so kind to me about that. So a cleaning I, job at 77. Yes, I, told, I spoke with you about it before. I remember we spoke now. I remember. But a and cleaning Dominic, job at, at 77. It's just getting difficult for any of the little little treats in your life that you look forward to. So, you know what? I give it up in prayer. I hope for the best. And there's no more you can do. I I apologize, Pat, and I'm I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. No, 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 because I'm in journalism, and (laughs) it's for people like you that I went into this to fight for. And I thank you for that. But no, no, to see people like you fall through the cracks, I I don't think you understand uh, the impact that it has on me. Dominic, I'd like to say that um, most babies are born with uh, birth certificates. I said I think I was born with working papers because I've worked all my life. And I had nice jobs that I educated myself through. And now I see that... um, it's limited and scary because you don't know how far you can go. And you I, can go. I, I hear you, Pat, uh, but you can also use your birth certificate to motivate you. I know a thing or two about that. Uh, I have the indignity of the fact that no man, as far as the father section, has ever signed my birth certificate. So I mm-hmm. will die no matter what I achieve in life. I've been a guest of the White House. I've been on Leah Jets traveling with world leaders. And on paper, I do not have a father. Name, blank, occupation, blank. And that's what he was in my entire life until the day he died. One big blank. So I'm just saying to you, Pat, that you can use your birth certificate to motivate you. Don't give up, please. I use I, I try not to look at mine because sometimes I get sad when I think mm-hmm. about it, but use it to motivate you. So please, I don't want this to be the last time that I hear from you. Oh, and Dominic, I want to say, yes, you do have a father. So, so wonderful. You, you do have our father, our maker. Okay. And at that, I want to say thank you for everything thank you. that you Thank you, Pat. I do have to move on. I'm joined by Frank Morano, who's been sitting here the entire time listening to you, uh, giving up his time uh, so that he could hear your story. What do you have coming up, Frank? All right, got an interesting show. I uh, want to ask you, you know, we got a great response to our conversation about Wendy Williams a couple of days ago. I want to ask you about someone else that you've known and been covering for decades, okay. and that's Al Sharpton. He's made quite a bit oh, of news lately. Oh, boy. I'm going to ask oh, you about boy. him. Uh, radio legend Tom Likas joins me, and the uh, political consultant who did the AI robocalls with the fake Joe Biden in New Hampshire, he's going to join us exclusively, and the inimitable David from the Bronx will give us his take on the world at large. Okay, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up right after news headlines. Frank will be right back.